Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast, Thanksgiving weekend, holiday weekend podcast. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. It's Small Business Saturday. Please come and visit me, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue, Greensburg. Or you can visit us on our website, www.herbstoyourhealth.net, or give us a call, 724-836-7440. A very significant success story from Roger. Roger and I are the same age, born in the same year. He had some uh, digestive issues. So I suggested to him a while back, he said he finally did it. Okay, here's the suggestion. Two tablespoons of silver, two tablespoons of aloe vera juice, mix together and swallow directly on an empty stomach three times a day, like 45 minutes before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Every time you do that, take two 11 elevated, He finally did it for three weeks faithfully. He said he completely solved his stomach and gut issues. He's working on uh, sleep now. And since there is no intestinal soothing build until February 2023, so like three months or so, uh, this is a good thing to remember. And then I have another suggestion, CLTX. Or we could just do some individuals such as uh, psyllium hulls or husk. It's, It's fiber. So dietary fiber is essential for good health. Most people don't eat enough fiber. So when you don't have enough fiber in your diet, you are risking heart disease, high blood pressure, stroke, cancer, and other things as well. Dietary fiber plays an important role in good health, helping to maintain healthy bowels, normalize bowel movements, regulate blood sugar, balance cholesterol, Fiber makes you feel fuller, and getting enough daily fiber can help you maintain a healthy body weight and live a longer life. Um, Some people are very confused about what fiber is. Uh, it's It's usually the parts of the plant that we peel off and throw away, like um, potatoes, skins, you know, leave the skins on the potatoes if you're making mashed or whatever. Um, apple, the the skin of the apple, the core of the apple, that's that's all, all fiber. It's um, psyllium hulls ha- ha- or husks are the fibrous outer layers surrounding the seeds of the psyllium plant. Uh, it slows the absorption of sugars into the bloodstream it um, improves your gut microbiome. Um, so it really helps your digestive health. Uh, CLTX that I just mentioned has slippery elm, marshmallow, ginger, dong quai, wild yam, and lobelia. 
intestinal soothe and build, the one that we aren't going to be able to order until February, has slippery elm. So you see they both have the same first ingredient. Chamomile, plantain, rose hips, and marshmallow. So they have two similar ingredients. And then another one that we can use instead of intestinal soothe and build is Stress J, which has passion flower, fennel, feverfew, hops, chamomile, and marshmallow. So just a couple of suggestions. Um, Roger also asked if zinc was necessary to take every day. Yeah, kind of, but, but before I get into zinc, first a story. Uh, one day in the early 19th century, the Royal Navy came to the chemist and inventor, Sir Humphrey Davy, with a big problem. To protect their ships from a kind of mollusk that bored into the wood, shipmakers had been lining the bottoms of their ships with copper. Unfortunately, the saltwater crick quickly corroded the copper, which led to costly and highly inconvenient repairs. So they asked him for uh, a suggestion. He, he said, let's um, put some zinc in the copper. He said the zinc protects the copper by being degraded by the salt water, a term, a process termed galvanization that later protected iron, steel, and other industrial metals from corrosion. Um, the story ends sadly for Davy and the Navy. While the zinc stopped the deterioration of the copper, it also made far more susceptible, it was also made far more susceptible to weeds and barnacles by providing them with nutrients they found appealing. But it highlights the power of zinc, which can not only protect copper and iron, but us as well. Zinc is a trace mineral needed by our bodies to fight off bacteria and viruses. The adult body contains about two to three grams of zinc, approximately the weight of a penny, which is stored mainly in fluids, bones, tissues, and organs. Zinc is essential for growth in humans, animals, and even plants. Uh, pecan trees are fertilized with zinc in the late winter and then they can produce more pecans. Zinc is used in the process of cell division in our bodies to create our unique DNA and plays a significant role in promoting wound healing. Zinc comes into play with the metabolism of fats and sugars helping to regulate and express insulin and zinc is largely linked to your sense of smell and taste, although the exact way this occurs is unknown, like many things having to do with our bodies. Zinc keeps our immune system healthy. There's a strong connection between zinc deficiency and susceptibility to disease. It reduces the incidence of pneumonia, it shortens the duration and severity of the common cold by approximately one day, so don't get too excited. Pretty much it's, uh, let's take our supplements so we don't get a cold to begin with. 
Zinc protects against neurological neurodegenerative disorders. Um, it won't make you smarter or powerful or rich or anything like that, but um, it helps you from losing your marbles because it acts as an antioxidant. It helps regulate hormones. It improves blood sugar regulation. It's one of those trace minerals we need. It offers protective effects against cardiovascular disease. It works alongside vitamin A and other antioxidants to support eye health and normal vision. Um, the absorption rate for zinc from foods ranges from 16 to 50% meaning that the remaining zinc passes through the body unused. So let's just take our uh, zinc tablets. A lot of people don't like to take them, but I'd say just, you know, swallow it down with a lot of water. Um, <clears throat> so you really can't go wrong taking a supplement program. Also, Roger is um, working on reversing his biological clock and improving sleep. Improving sleep is a good thing because a good night's sleep really can make us happier. Uh, give it a try. Here's why uh, researchers say it happens. It's because the brain triages emotions solidifying the storage of positive emotions while dampening the negative ones. So it's contrast. Um, when you don't sleep at night, you think about all the bad things that have happened to you, that people have done to you. Well, at least that's what I do. But when you sleep at night, it's dampening all those negative things. Not that we want to forget uh, we don't want to forget, we just want to sleep. <laughs> so we don't think about the negative things so much. Mental health issues can be quashed during sleep, including chronic stress, anxiety, depression, and panic. And this, um, they found that this process occurs during REM sleep, rapid eye movement, um, is a unique and mysterious sleep state, state during which most of the dreams occur together with intense emotional contents. They don't understand why these, how and why these emotions are reactivated. However, they, they find that the brain seems to favor discrimination of safety versus danger but blocks overreaction to emotion in danger. Anyway, they, you know, bottom line is it's sleep um, really does make you happier. Here's another thing that can make you happier. Mindfulness-based stress reduction, uh, mindfulness meditation, they, these researchers, it was a clinical trial from Georgetown University Medical Center. 
and they found that um, the quote is mindfulness meditation currently is reimbursed by very few insurance providers. I mean, why would you lead with that? But they're, I guess they're trying to get it um, reimbursed. Seriously? Okay, I say just, uh, you know, don't worry about that. Just go ahead and do your meditation. They call it mindfulness-based stress reduction. Can decrease anxiety. Um, they, their study went from June 2018 to February 2020. And uh, the people who did their mindfulness meditation were uh, they many people said that it transformed their lives but they do they did it um, via video conference so I guess if you need somebody to lead you then maybe you would really want to get reimbursed for that I don't know I say just do it's part of a day your daily program it's habitual habituated behavior um, I don't understand why people stop taking their supplements. Here is a, an example. A man who was forced to retire, he's, I think he's only in his late 50s maybe. He had a job but he also has a farm and he used um, major amounts of pesticides on his farm. Glyphosate and you name it, he used it. Um, and he ended up with some undiagnosable disease, which I said, you know, it sounds to me like you just have too many chemicals in your body. So his supplement program, I've talked about him before, uh, is what, you know, MegaCal, gonna chelate the blood of the goop, all the bad stuff, major amounts of vitamin C and B vitamins and minerals and, uh, probiotic 11 and enzymes and uh, krill oil, just a lot of basic nutrition. He was feeling so much better. He still didn't get feeling back in his feet and part of his legs, but he said he was walking better. Then he decided he was going to become discouraged because they didn't name his disease yet. What a thing to be discouraged about. Who cares what the name of it is? Um, his sister, who is a high up in the um, medical hierarchy, gave it a name that had so many syllables. I was like, can you say that again? I want to count the number of syllables. It was like a 10 syllable name. Seriously, who cares what the name of the disease is? Take your supplements and have a healthy lifestyle, and if you're feeling better, that is the proof that they work. So um, getting older is not a disease, nor it is, is it a guarantee that you will develop one. Our bodies are in the 21st century subject to an unprecedented, unprecedented level of toxic exposures nutritional incompatibilities and stress factors, all of which contribute to an accelerated age of biological aging, 
well beyond what is natural. The good news is that we have the power to decelerate and even reverse our biological age. And most chronic diseases, it's by what we eat and drink, think and do. And for some people, we got to do that a little differently. Um, <clears throat> that same person, the nurse high up in the medical hierarchy, she's an executive level, um, said, do you think I'm still toxic? And I said, well, judging by the smell that I smelled when you came in here, very perfumey smell, um, I said, what was that? What is that? And she said, oh, I used this new hand sanitizer that has a fragrance in it. And I said, well, do you think that was some chemicals that you put on your skin? She said, well, I only put it on my skin. I, you know, I didn't ingest it. When you put stuff on your skin, you might as well be ingesting it because the skin is a two-way street. You put it on your skin, it's going to go in your body. So... Anyway, um, the new biology, what they call the new biology, tells us that our habits determine our health future way more than our genes do. So if you make simple changes in your diet and behavior, that can completely redefine your health um, and set up the, the conditions your body needs for deep self-regeneration. I kind of don't think of this as an effort solely to extend lifespan. I say it's a way to extend your health span. It's going to add years to your life and life to your years. I read a quote from a, an 85-year-old woman who said she's considered a superager, and she said, uh, I feel like I'm a Corvette that people are using as a uh, grocery shopping cart. I thought that was hilarious. Um, she very, very active. She even auditioned for Jeopardy before, like in 2019, and she made it pretty far, but oh well. <clears throat> she can just play at home like many other people do. We, <clears throat> we want to focus on the quality of our years that we are adding to our lives so that we can experience many joyous moments of being alive. If you pay attention to how many joyous moments and miracles happen in your life, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So just please pay attention. <clears throat> One of the first steps in taking back control of our biological destiny is to understand just how resilient and powerful the body is. It's a sacred vessel and miraculous technology capable of performing trillions of intricate and precisely orchestrated biological operations each and every moment, somehow regenerating itself through the course of a lifetime. <clears throat> Our bodies have the capacity to regenerate thanks to the seed of immortality planted deep within us eons ago. And if you think about it, you have a fundamental shift in perspective. Why did I say immortality? Because our bodies contain a population of cells that are deathless. While the human body is often considered the epitome of mortality, 
a biological thread of immortality lives in your ovaries if you're a woman and your testes if you're a man in the form of sperm and egg cells respectively um, <clears throat> so the these cells reproduce over and over in an immortal thread and it's kind of a mystery and then we have stem cells that are responsible for our incredible incredible uh, regenerative potential and connect us to all the other living things in the web of life so if you believe nothing please believe that we are immensely powerful and resilient biological entities and this is the power that we recruit when we engage and capitalize upon regenerative uh, lifestyle practices and thoughts that help us undo chronic disease and reverse premature aging. Taking ginkgo is a good thing um, because the ginkgo biloba is the world's oldest living plant tree. It contains stem cells, which give rise to various tissues in the plant body. It's been nicknamed a living fossil. So ginkgo's incredible cellular longevity can transfer to humans. At the cellular level, it works as an antioxidant. So uh, antioxidants reduce oxidative stress. Oxidative stress uh, causes distress, which causes dis-ease. And those diseases we associate with aging are cancer, Alzheimer's, heart disease. Ginkgo elicits this effect across several cell types, neurons, blood platelets, fibroblasts which produce collagen needed to support the skin and make it smooth as well as the cells of the liver the heart and the endothelium Um, sleep restful sleep is helps us grow old without aging magnesium um, is part of healthy cell regeneration good fats of course um I forget who said to me recently, I decided that bad fats are are bad for me. And I said, you mean like the stuff they fry foods in at fast food restaurants and all that stuff? Yes. (laughs) Well, of course it is. It is very bad. Uh, Here's something else. Coffee drinking is associated with increased longevity. Drinking two to three cups of coffee a day is linked to a longer lifespan and a lower risk of cardiovascular disease compared with avoiding coffee, according to research published in the Journal of Preventative Cardiology. So instead of um, drinking toxic coffee like you'd find at a coffee store, house, restaurant, whatever, Um, Drink the antioxidant rainforest blend coffee that we have at Herbs to Your Health. Um, They found that mild to moderate intake of coffee should be considered part of a healthy lifestyle. 
So they studied people who did that. Also, we can prevent and even reverse heart disease with nutrition, such as super omega, krill oil, so our omega-3 omega essential fatty acids. Uh, vitamin D3 is essential. Magnesium, vitamin C. Vitamin C is uh, water-soluble, meaning we've got to take it every single day. Um, magnesium lowers risk of heart disease. Chlorophyll, chlorophyll is green because it has a magnesium atom at the center. Other supplements that we have at Herbs to Your Health that are going to reverse, reduce, prevent heart disease. Cardio Assurance, MegaCal, Ionic Minerals, Methyl Combo, B Complex, B12 Complete. Those B vitamins are really good for the heart too. Um, B complex vitamins promote healthy skin, hair, and fingernails. I can tell when people have been to a skin doctor. When they come in and say, or, you know, for their hair loss, they come in and say, do you have biotin? Yes, we have biotin. It's one of the B complex vitamins, specifically vitamin B7. It's a water-soluble vitamin essential for keratin production, an important component of fingernails and hair. Why would you take just biotin? Take all of the B-complex vitamins, and then you could take extra biotin if you want to. But I think the, the B-complex vitamins are, it's, um, there's thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, pantothenic acid. Um, these can all be useful in the body. Garlic uh, works for high blood pressure, uh, cholesterol metabolism, combined with other herbs, of course. I would say capsicum is a good, it's uh, hot pepper. Ginger is a good one to combine garlic with. Um, garlic lowers triglycerides. It helps to inhibit platelet aggregation. So our bodies need to create blood clots to stop bleeding and injuries, but you don't want these blood clots forming inside the arteries and veins. So it's the allicin in fresh garlic that, that helps. Um, okay, moving on. Um, the longtime customer and her husband in their early 60s asked what the best supplements to take to reverse or avoid heart disease. So I just told you those. And because it's um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, I thought it would be uh, best or a good thing to do to focus on gratitude and wonderful things, events that inspire wonder, like marvelous phenomena, 
small miracles. I, even if they're small, they're still miracles. So just look at, at a day. If you're mindful, you can focus on the things that are happening around you and to you. And just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Here are some other marvelous phenomena. The National Center for Atmospheric Research reports that the average cloud is the same weight as 100 elephants. It's amazing. How do they stay up there in the sky? The seeds of some trees are so tightly compacted within their protective covering that the, only the intense heat of a forest fire can free them, allowing them to sprout. The average river requires a million years to move a grain of sand 100 miles. 38% of North America is wilderness. <clears throat> I think about that when I hear that the uh, population of Tokyo, Japan, first of all, it's a small country, and then it's, a, you know, one city has like um, 8 million people in it or something like that. It's amazing. Remind me not to go there because it, you'll be bumping into people everywhere. Anthropologists say that in every culture in history, children have played the game hide and seek. With every dawn, when first light penetrates the sea, many seahorse colonies perform a dance to the sun. Love to see that. Um, the closest modern relative of the Tyrannosaurus rex may be the chicken. And the most frequently shoplifted book in, the, in America is the Bible. I guess they didn't read it yet. That's why they had a shoplifted. What is the healthiest part of Thanksgiving? It's not the uh, sweet potato pie or the Brussels sprouts. The most health-promoting aspect of Thanksgiving and every day in our lives is right there in the name of the holiday, giving thanks. It turns out that the practice of gratitude, if it were bottled in pill form, would be the world's best-selling drug. Practicing gratitude daily can improve our moods, our fortunes, our communities. Um, Celebrating Thanksgiving, I'm uh, thinking back to the 70s, 60s, 80s, uh, used to be about putting up with relatives, uh, eating too much food, and then watching football. I don't know. I don't think I ever did that. It's a prime opportunity to put into practice its namesake and one of the most powerful health-promoting actions that exist. Gratitude is thankful appreciation or recognition of something that's been done to us, either by a person or life itself, or perceived from a higher power. Gratitude, according to um, a professor of psychology, says it has a dual meaning, a worldly one and a transcendent one. It can be an act when we give thanks. As it turns out, practicing gratitude can make you happier and healthier. People have uh, reported fewer headaches, fewer gastrointestinal dis difficulties, 
fewer respiratory infections and better sleep, improved mental health and happiness, reduced stress and cortisol levels, better health outcomes, less emotional exhaustion, more happiness, better balance. So this um, professor of psychology said he was a little skeptical about um, the tough times because sometimes life can be brutal. Just surviving can feel like an accomplishment. Findings show that adversity can actually boost gratitude. Researchers uh, noted an immediate surge in feelings of gratitude after September 11, 2001. Why would a tragic event provoke gratitude? When times are good, we tend to think, take for granted the very things that deserve our gratitude. In times of uncertainty, though, we often realize that the people and circumstances we've come to take for granted are actually of immense value to our lives. In the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. So um, to put gratitude for work to work for you, I am reminded of Wayne Dyer, who said every time, every morning when he woke up, he would be thankful for three things, and they had to be three different things every day. And he knew he was depressed when he woke up and couldn't think of anything he was thankful for. So then his work was cut out for him. I don't think that lasted long. I can't remember what he said. God rest Wayne Dyer's soul. And thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Onward and upward to the next holiday, Christmas. And have fun out there with all those crowds. Bye.